Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Michelle. It's a beautiful, sunny afternoon in Uganda. Um, I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ. And um, as always, I'm pleased to be here. (laughs) I didn't plan to speak with you today, but hey, the Bible says that those that are led by the Spirit are the children of God. And I have been led by the Holy Spirit to speak to you today. And I hope that we shall have a good time. Because I want to speak about expectations. Praise King Jesus. I believe everybody there is expecting something from some people or someone or anywhere really. From God mainly. Because it is God who works in us to do his good work. Praise King Jesus. So, without wasting too much time, because I need to dash off to the hairdressers as well, let's run quickly to the book of Isaiah, chapter 66, verse 9. Yes, I need to run to the hairdressers. My hair needs a quick fix. (laughs) I am so glad that I do podcasts. I don't need you looking at my face. I need you to pay more attention to what I have to say than what I look like because um, words, it's always been about words. In the beginning was the word. And Michelle likes to use her words to point you to the beginning, to God, who is the word of God. Praise King Jesus. Michelle likes to use her words to point you to the word. And the word is Jesus and the word is God. Praise King Jesus. Okay. Um, Isaiah chapter 66 verse 9 it reads shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery says the Lord shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb says your God praise King Jesus let's humble ourselves for an opening prayer father I thank you for this day that you have made I thank you for everybody that's listening to me right now I thank you for the opportunity to minister to your people. Most importantly, I thank you so much for your word. I have found so much comfort, joy, peace, love, faith in your word. And and, um, my prayer is that everybody that listens to me today as a minister, I pray that they get the same impression. I pray that through whatever I have to speak, Whatever words come out of my mouth today, I pray that they are impacted and, and that they are driven to believe in your word as well. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Okay. Um, so yeah, as I gave you a quick um, introduction earlier, I want us to talk about expectations. Today I am in the company of the Holy Spirit and... Uh, I am seated in the beautiful gardens of um, somewhere on Entebbe Road and there's some guys right behind me. There's a construction site. So if you hear sounds that don't make sense in the background, no need to panic or worry. What's important is the Holy Spirit is here with us and he's here to guide us. Praise King Jesus. Okay, so expectations i want to talk about a person this everybody out there is expectant in one way or another are you are you looking towards um are you expecting to get a new job are you expecting to 
to to to <laughs> to get married are you expecting to um to become um a minister whichever industry you are in everybody is um expecting something praise king jesus um the other day um my head pastor our head pastor at my church gave us a very beautiful um teaching on this subject and um i visited um the book of genesis chapter 27 which he used and he said to us guys go back and read about the blessings that um Isaac in the Bible um prayed for Jacob the blessings that Isaac um gave Jacob and get your own revelation and boy I had so much fun yesterday reading Genesis 27 and and this morning it's still um haunting my mind even after I have read other parts of the Bible so I feel the need to share and I hope that you'll be blessed as I was because today I want us to do Genesis 27 but before we get there um what are you expecting what are you believing god for what do you feel like you deserve yeah uh, maybe we need to break down the meaning of um expectations expect to be expectant what is to expect what okay to be ex- expectant is um to look forward to something right what um what you regard as likely to happen like what do you think should be happening in your life what are you expecting yeah to be expectant is the anticipation of the bath like what are you expecting to bath, to bath okay what are you expecting to give bath to you what are you expecting to produce what results are you expecting praise king jesus and like i said everyone is expectant and and why probably it is something that god promised you like god said something some time back and you expect it to happen no matter how long you've been waiting or you probably worked for it and even if you worked for it it is because god put it in your heart to work for it i want to speak to the ordinary person out there whether you're born again or not whether you're from um i don't know where we all the reason we all wake up early in the morning is because we expect something kids wake up to go to school because they expect to they expect to pass their exams yeah parents wake up early in the morning to go to work because they expect to make some money and the whole business of being prosperous is based on expectations yeah so that's why we're here today praise king jesus right where can i start mhm michel yes i am expectant i expect a thing or two from the good lord but i want us to use let me use an example of a workplace here yeah? <clears throat> i used to work for heineken heineken is a beer company um based in amsterdam but um in a lot of countries right and um there's a time when um in a workplace yeah there's always a, a need to grow yeah there's um competition there's so many um this this hierarchy and there's so many levels to grow to so one works expectantly because there's always reviews at the end of the year and and one's um progress is um pretty much determinant on their hard work right so anyone in a workplace will um expect to grow at some point i remember there's a time when um 
I was told that I was being moved from Uganda to Nairobi and and the whole idea of being expatriated was so so exciting but there was a wait yeah so sometimes we need to wait there was a wait I think I was told in April and I didn't move until September <laughs> that was a long wait for me because it was a phone call it was a phone call and 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 um, the GM spoke to me and said uh, you know what Michelle what do you think of moving to Nairobi and I said to him I don't mind he said that's good because I'm looking to to totally close Heineken in Uganda and I need you to move to Nairobi because of I have observed the way that you work and I'd love for you to move so I am glad you said yes because um Heineken Uganda might not be anymore and that was the case Heineken Uganda was kept and maybe just to give you a history um Heineken moved to East Africa in around I think was it 2015 because this happened for me in 2016 but they were first operational in Nairobi and then they they they, they spread out in um they were looking to spread out in East Africa but they started with Nairobi so Nairobi was head office and then they moved to um Uganda and Tanzania and around the same time but there was a whole year of uh, a whole year or so of gaming what is gaming of operation it, it was operational for about a year and within that period all of us had to show our game like our ability to work but um nobody knew the end from the beginning it's always god and only god that knows that now i michelle met christ at the end of 2015 and for some reason he worked within me to tailor me towards the move to nairobi but i didn't know at the time but all i can say is um my work ethics changed when i say work ethics i was not the best spoon in the cupboard like I was not the best, I wasn't a China cup, super special, like I wasn't overly educated and I wasn't overly hardworking. I simply changed my mechanism to work like God expects me to work. Praise King Jesus. When I got born again, I reduced my Michelle-ness and increased on my Jesus-ness. <laughs> yes, that's what I did. And... Um, I didn't know that the GM was watching. When I say I reduced on my Michelle-ness, there's things that we do in a workplace that is standard. At the time, for example, there was a tendency to, um, to um, I think I'll be very, very honest. Eh? I was managing the financial bit of the office, like petty cash and things, and I was very careless with money. When I shopped for the office, I used to shop for myself. And in reality, that is theft with a capital T. But it's normal behavior in a workplace. In um, I'll speak for my country. I don't know if it still happened. It still happens, but it used to happen at the time. And then, for example, there was um, oh yeah, we had company cars, very nice cars, and for that reason, the company used to give us fuel cuts, and each person was entitled to 900 Uganda shillings worth of fuel. And uh, Michelle wasn't in in the field she was in the operations office so she didn't spend much so in a month the most she could spend was 300,000 Uganda shillings but there was a way that she would manipulate the system to make it look like she spent what 800,000 Uganda shillings that was before I got born again right and every time um, she had to do the petty cash for the month it would come up to for example times three the normal amount 
the, the actual amount. Praise King Jesus. But after she met Jesus and started to go to church every, um, every lunch hour, that preacher did a good job of pointing out why Michelle will never prosper. Like nobody steals and prospers. Praise King Jesus. So Michelle changed her ways. She started to submit petty cash actual amount. <laughs> so uh, the, the GM noticed that uh, instead of submitting, for example, um, one million Uganda shillings spent in Uganda, it 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 um, went all the way down to two hundred thousand Uganda shillings. And in, instead of spending, instead of submitting um, fuel expenses of uh, eight hundred thousand Uganda shillings, it went to down to three hundred thousand Uganda shillings. I think you get the drift, yeah. Now these are things I did on my own. Remember, the person I report to is all the way in Nairobi, and I'm in Kampala, right? I don't speak with him, and um, all I do is um, I do my work according to what the Bible says. Praise King Jesus. So. I um oh yeah there was another common trait in the office too much um what should I call it telling on one another the GM was um, a very smart one his his phone line was open for everyone to phone him and, and say whatever they wish to say to him so I think people did a good job of um telling on one another backstabbing even and telling too much perhaps I never did that because when I went to lunch hour, the preacher did a good job of telling me that gossip is bad according to scripture, yeah? False witness. Uh, the, the Bible talks about um, the six things God hates. I think it's in Proverbs. Is it Proverbs, Proverbs 6? And let me look it up. It might help somebody. Hold on, let me check my Bible. I feel like today might be a long chat, but somebody needs it. So may the Holy Spirit help us to bring out what he wants to bring out. Uh, aha, Proverbs chapter 6 verse 16 says, the, the six things the Lord hates. Yeah, Proverbs 16, 6. The six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. One, a proud look. Two, a lying tongue. Three, hands that shed innocent blood quickly. Four, a heart that devises wicked plans. Five, feet that are swift to turning to evil. Seven, a false witness who speaks lies and one who sows discord among brethren. Now, in my workplace, and, and this is very common in work, workplaces, yeah? If you are in the corporate world, if you're out there, you will relate with me. There's a lot of lying tongues. There's a lot of proud looks. There's a lot of hearts, hearts that devise wicked plans, yeah? Somebody feels like they deserve your position at the office, so they do a wicked plan to overthrow you, yada, yada, yada. Then there's so many people that sow discord among one another in a workplace. So there was a lot of that going on. And, and God, well... I, I, I would not say that that was my nature before Christ, but after getting into Christ, I worked to please God. And what I did not know at the time is I was preparing myself for something that I wasn't even expecting. Wow. So the Holy Spirit is leading us to talk to the person that's not even expectant, but they're walking in the ways of the Lord. And by that, by virtue of that, the Lord has packaged something good for them. So it looks like we're going to talk about an expectant person and another person that God is expecting to elevate without them knowing. 
about it. Praise King Jesus. You know, I love I love walking with Christ. Like you don't even have to be looking for gold for him to give you gold. And I think that is written in um in Psalm 75 verse 6 as well. If we can r- run there quickly. Now that God wants us to talk about the person that he is looking to elevate even when they do not know it. Because that's what happened to me at the time. I bless the Lord. Psalm 75, verse 6. It reads, yeah? For promotion comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. So I'm taking you back to my Heineken story, right? How I moved, I, I was moved from Heineken, Uganda to Heineken, Kenya. So I was busy doing what is right. I didn't know that the GM at the time was watching. And when he had, um, and this company came into Uganda with high expectations, like um, they're selling a premium beer. Oh, by the way, that is where God met me. I was selling alcohol. <laughs> I was working for a beer company at the time. That's where my Jesus made me. Bless him. He's so cool. Anyway, <clears throat> um, these guys came into the Ugandan market expecting to sell. They put in so much money because um, Heineken is considered a premium beer. I think you've seen them. If you watch football, they're so good at sponsoring um UEFA Champions League, then they'll sponsor Formula One, and then they'll do, I don't know, boat cruises wherever. Very fancy company. Mr. Freddie Heineken is the owner of that Heineken company, and yeah, they, they, they don't care for money. They like they, they, they just spend and, and 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 they've got the money. They've been in the in the they've been in operations for the longest. Okay, so now after a while, when they notice that they weren't making that the money they were expecting to make in Uganda like they were spending they used to spend so much on us yeah <clears throat> hefty salary then they'll give you a car and then they'll give you fuel and then they'll give you um medical insurance for you and your children best place to work but then the sales were not coming through but that's all just the um the mechanical side of things i want us to talk about the spiritual side cuz like yeah like i've explained i didn't bring much to the table but at the right time, I renewed my mind. I did not conform to how the world wants to work. I changed from that to how God expects me to work. And for that reason, this, um, the GM called me and said, what do you think about moving to Nairobi? I said, I have no issue as long as you take me and my son. And then he said, that's, that's okay. So I, that time was long from when we had that phone conversation to the actual um, retrenchment in in um in Heineken Uganda, so I was expectant. I was expectant, but what did I do? I stayed with the Lord, and in fact, the longer I waited, uh, at some point I started to doubt myself. Like I, I asked myself, why would they move Michelle to 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 Nairobi? There's people in Nairobi that can do the job that they're looking to move me there for. That was my brain. That, that that's how I thought, but God did not think that way. Praise King Jesus. There's a why am I telling you this story? There's a person out there that is expectant. And then there's another that doesn't even know that they qualify. And and when the, the, the challenge with knowing is you think about things on your level, like with the way your mind operates. 
But the Bible says that who has understood the mind of Christ? Like Christ is on a different game altogether compared to your earthly game. Like nobody, nobody. Our thoughts are not the thoughts of God. Praise King Jesus. So it appears that I'm talking to everybody out there. I just need you to align your brain to your situation and we'll let the Holy Spirit do his work. Praise King Jesus. So, oh, again, to talk about um, Heineken International, this company was started by some guy called Freddie Heineken. And when I moved to Nairobi, I was amazed to find that um, these guys that um, were expatriated from Amsterdam to Nairobi purely because they are Heinekens, yeah? They're within the family, and so should it be. I mean, if you started up your company, you have every right to employ your nephew because it is your company, hello? Even the Bible says, I think it's in Second Timothy somewhere, like us Christians, before we get so busy giving the rest of the world, we need to give the people in our homes because then... Uh, I think it re- it says I think you need to google it I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to lose um, my thought process but in not so many words it says Christ is a man that, that gives people from the outside and not and does not think about his family Christ is not the necessary word they, they use but that's not the word that the Bible uses but it is not far from that I think it says a person that gives um, the guys on the outside before thinking about his family is as good as a non-believer that's the word he's as good as a non-believer in other words when you think of giving other people start with the people in your home and I saw that so much at Heineken you get kids um, as young as 18 years old probably on holiday from college and then they come into Nairobi and then they intern for the longest and then they earn so much more than you who does the donkey work praise King Jesus <laughs> it was so much it was so easy if you don't know the ways of the Bible if it would be so easy for you to get anxious about it jealous even anxious to the extent of losing your job like I know I can do better than so and so why are they earning $7,000 and I am getting a flimsy $600 praise King Jesus it is their company <laughs> anyway let's talk about oh Holy Spirit help me where are we headed are you expectant you need to work for it you need to work for it the easiest way to work for it is to do it the God way. You cannot please human beings. You need to obtain favor in the sight of the Lord and then in the sight of man. Praise King Jesus. Um, these guys that God elevated because they found favor in the sight of God and then man. I'm talking about that person that's preparing to excel or preparing to working to earn that job to earn that that um, husband to earn that position in a workplace in ministry you need to obtain favor in the sight of god first and then you'll have favor in the sight of man you know i like to talk about the triangle target god and god will give you that person you're looking at that husband you're looking for target god and god will give you that job I think I saw that yesterday when my friend and I were, 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 were fellowshipping in um, 1 Samuel in the early chapters. We were talking about baby Samuel. 1 Samuel, I think it is chapter 3. If we run there quickly, we're talking about favor now. Because no one's going to give you what you want, what you expect if the favor of the Lord is not upon you. Praise King Jesus. 
You, and you know what? What I love about God, you don't have to be born again to have God's favor. I mean, I have been with the Lord since end of 2015, and I'm amazed by the things He did for me before I knew how to spell the word Jesus. That's how cool God is. Praise King Jesus. He looks out for all of us. So I don't want anyone that's listening to this and is not born again and they're thinking, oh, what shall I do? God does what He wants. He is God. Praise King Jesus. Um. But Samuel chapter 3, where is it? No, chapter 2, First Samuel. I need to find it. I know where it is, but I need to fast, to read it first. Oh, it's in chapter 2. God help me. It reads, yeah? I wish somebody was here to help me. It reads, And the boy Samuel grew, and he obtained favor in the sight of God and in the sight of man. Ah, there it is. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 26. It says, And the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor, both with the Lord and men. Praise King Jesus. <laughs> Samuel was only, what, three years old? So Samuel was a chosen child. Maybe you're a chosen person. And indeed you're expected by God to get that job, to get that ministry, to get that wife, that husband. So you need to, to, to gain favor in the sight of the Lord. So you need to do things the God way in order for you to get that promotion. If you have been the type that um, gets your way around by backstabbing other people, you need to change strategy because we need to get favor in the sight of the Lord first. If you have been pushing your way to get that thing which you desire the most, it's not about your might. The only energy you need to put in is seeking the Lord, understanding his nature and character, doing things the way that he would like you to do them. And then you will excel. And then you shall be prosperous. I don't know how many times I've, I, I have shared um, Joshua 1.8. Before I even go to Joshua 1.8, I like to share Genesis 1.28, 26 to 28. When God created us, his agenda for us was for us to be fruitful and to multiply, like to be prosperous. That's all he ever wanted for us before the devil came in in Genesis 3 and ruined things. And now this boy Joshua... Okay, let's run quickly to Joshua 1.6 because the Holy Spirit wants us to touch it a little bit. My dear expectant friends, maybe there's somebody out there that needs to change strategy. Where's the book of Joshua? It's way be it is before Samuel, before Judges. Two books away. Joshua chapter 1. <clears throat> now let me give you a brief history about Joshua. Joshua was replacing Moses in the workplace in ministry right and um joshua knew that moses feet were too big to feel like his shoes so this is what the good lord says to him yeah this is what the lord says to him he says mr joshua i think we'll start with verse six yeah no 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 Okay, I'll read for you, right? We'll read quickly. And please, please, I beg you, allow this recording to be in bits so that you don't, don't look at time. Just think about your life situation and listening, okay? Joshua chapter 1. I'll read quickly, verse 1. 
After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Verse 3, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. Praise King Jesus. Verse 4. From the wilderness and the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, into the great sea toward, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. I mean, look how huge that is. Brethren, as I read for you from the holy book, from the book of the law, from the Bible, I want you to think about your life situation. For example, in Uganda, we just lost um, the um, the Speaker of Parliament, Jacob Olanya, right? And there was people out there looking at that place. Just like um, during this time when Moses had died, and there's probably people targeting the role of Moses. And the Lord has already seen who he wants to replace Moses. Praise King Jesus. Are you in a workplace? Are you, are you expectant? Are you expecting to be MD? Are you a single girl expecting to, to get married? And, 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 and the Lord has revealed to you the brother you're meant to get married to, but there's still a gray area. <laughs> you don't know how to go about it. You don't need to rock a mini. You don't need to uh, be batting your eyelids east of Western Central. Just walk the righteous path. Just do what's expected of you. The good Lord shall do everything for you. And this is why I'm reading these verses for you. So you can meditate. So you can relate the Bible situation to yours. I told you my story. Now I'm telling you the Bible stories. Praise King Jesus. Verse 5. This is what the Lord is saying to Joshua. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Verse 6. Be strong and of good courage, for it for to these people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I saw to their fathers to give to you. Number seven. He's saying to Joshua again, he's saying to you, only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Uh, do you see that, guys? If you're in a workplace, instead of you know arguing with people having physical battles which amount to nothing just follow the laws every company has got a i can i call it bible <laughs> yeah it has got its um, rules and um, to abide by yeah when i was in the corporate world every time we were doing induction we used to um, give them the book of um of Heineken, for example, of this is what you're meant to do, this is what you're not allowed to do. So there's always rules in every company. So focus on those, yeah? And but while you're focusing on what not to do in, in the company, also focus on what you should not do in the sight of the Lord. And usually the two are not far off. Praise King Jesus. The best way to, to go your way up is to focus on the vision. Let's, I think that's, yeah, let's call it the vision. Every company has got a vision and it's got a mission and it's got what you should do to abide. So focus on those as, oppo as opposed to fighting with fellow human beings, as opposed to, or maybe if I sleep with the boss, I'll get the role. No, 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 no. It is not in the Bible. It is not in the book of the company that you're working for. So stick to what's in the regulations. Praise King Jesus. Because God is saying to, um, to Joshua, observe to do according to all 
the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. So is it ministry? What's the vision of the church? What's God's vision? Because the vision of the church was given to the man of God by God himself. So walk according to that. You don't need to be befriending the pastor. You don't need to be to need to, you don't need to be befriending the boss. You don't need to be stressing that girl. Just walk according to the law and everything will work itself out. Praise King Jesus. Verse 8. <laughs> this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success praise king jesus have i not commanded you he says in verse 9 be strong and of good courage do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the lord your god is with you wherever you go so somebody needs to bath something like we established in isaiah in isaiah 20 isaiah 66 verse 9 somebody needs to bath something the lord is saying shall i bring Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery? Praise King Jesus. It is time to cause delivery. It was time to cause delivery for Joshua. And this is the advice that the Lord is giving. You know, there's people out there. Let me talk about these ones as well, yeah? These people out there who look at their friends getting promoted and they start to say, oh, what did you expect? She's a favorite anyway. She's related to the pastor or she's related to the boss. They even start to make up stories. Oh, they're overly close. That's why this person has been given the position. Guys, now I'm about to go controversial on you. I talked about the person that comes into the company because they are related to Mr. Heineken, for example. And all the ones I encountered, it was just a simple case of, oh, my nephew, go spend time in Africa, go to Nairobi, make sure you visit the Mara, make sure you visit Mombasa, make sure you visit Swahili Beach, make sure you visit Uganda. It's just a way to spend time in Africa. Being related to the boss doesn't automatically give you the right to take over. We need to work for these things sometimes. The boy has to walk according to the law of the company. Because even if he's a son and he doesn't show qualities of prosperity, he doesn't walk according to the rules in the book, he shall not amount to, to, to much. It will not last. But my Bible tells me that what the Lord does is forever. So you are better off walking according to the law so that you may qualify forever let's run quickly to ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse where's ecclesiastes i know it's around proverbs and 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 um is it is it after proverbs yes it's after proverbs ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 14 is my favorite it says I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it that men should fear before him. Praise King Jesus. Now, guys, I know that we started off talking about Genesis 27. I don't even know when we'll get there, but this is where the Holy Spirit wants us to go. So let's take it easy, okay? I want to talk about that person that is expectant. And whoever's expectant 
regardless of your relationship in that ministry with with the powers that be i need you to look at god god is the only person that can help you i need you to be friends with the holy spirit praise king jesus i know i haven't mentioned the holy spirit much on the on this podcast but god the son and the holy spirit are one and the same that's why they referred to as the holy the, the, the holy the, the trinity praise king jesus when we talk god in the beginning was god old testament when we talk jesus new testament is jesus when we talk holy spirit when jesus died he left the holy spirit so it's almost like the father the son and the grandchild all in one to help us they're all one and the same praise king jesus so i wanted to tell you it is god that works within us okay to will and to do for his good purpose praise king jesus so my dear expectant person i want us to do things the god way you <laughs> you see even in ministry i love this jesus had to work for it don't you see that jesus is the son of god i mean everybody has heard of that right let's run quickly to the book of um hebrews i know where to find that i think it's in hebrews chapter 5 just give me a few minutes to find it not minutes seconds hebrews is one of the last books in the bible in the new testament <coughs> so you would think that jesus being the son of god was automatically entitled to being our savior and unfortunately that's not the case jesus had to work for it look at hebrews chapter 5 verse 5 i am talking to that person that's expectant but they've been having a bit of anxiety because they believe they don't qualify just because the, the 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 boss doesn't know their name or the main pastor doesn't know their name yo jesus is not limited to whoever sits on the front row or the back row god is god he's not limited he's unlimited he's all knowing all seeing and it's according to your works praise king jesus listen to this hebrews chapter 5 verse 5 it reads yeah So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest but it was he he is God who said to him him being Jesus you are my son today i have begotten you verse 6 he also says in another place you are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek why am i talking about Jesus Jesus had to go through some business for him to be qualified by God If you're very well conversant with the first four gospels of the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, all of them give us a history of who Jesus is, yeah? He came down in the flesh and then he before he started his ministry, he had to go and work on his game. He had to work for it. He fasted 40 days. He was in um the wilderness. He got tempted by the devil. And then we had gone when he had gone through all of that, he came down, he got baptized. He went through the works. and then God approved him to to deliver us i mean look at um verses 8 and 10 it says yeah in verse 8 of hebrews 5 though he was a son yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered praise king jesus <laughs> so there's a person out there that's been complaining oh all the workload is on my desk so and so never does anything every time something comes out they call me to do it please stop complaining 
the good Lord is polishing you to be a Jesus in that company. The good Lord is working on you so you can qualify for head of credit, head of HR, head of finance. Praise King Jesus. Yeah, because even Jesus worked for it. Yeah, the Bible has told us in verse 8 that even though Jesus is the son of God, he had to learn to be obedient. How did he learn to be obedient? By the things that he went through. Praise King Jesus. Verse 9 says, and having been perfected by the suffering that he went through in the workplace, he became an author of eternal salvation to all who obeyed him. Praise King Jesus. So, aha. Uh-huh. And, and verse 10 says to us, called by God as high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. So there's the order of Mr. Heineken of you can be, you can work for this company because you my, you are my son. And then there's the order of Melchizedek of, hey, do it the God way and you can be big at Mr. Heineken's company. Praise King Jesus. Do it according to the order of Melchizedek. Do it according to the book of the law so that you can win your way into the heart of that woman that you, God has purposed for you so that you can work your way towards the heart of that man who God has packaged for you. Praise King Jesus. Whatever your situation, buy a Bible, read it, walk according to the book of the law to find your way in that position. Why do I always send you guys to read the Bible? I think we're about to get to Genesis 27. Praise King Jesus. It's been a bit of a journey, but at least I've prepared you, right? Oh, I believe I have. I hope so. Praise King Jesus. So, I want us to run to Genesis 27. Um, as I was saying, why do I always send you to, to, to read your Bible? So that you can see examples in the Bible that can perfect you towards that which you want to be. You're not the first person. Yeah? I mentioned earlier, you probably had a dream where God said to you, I'm going to make you head of Uganda Revenue Authority. And you had this dream, I don't know how long ago, and you're thinking, will it even come to pass? The trick is what you have been doing before the dream happened and where we are at right now. Because we've established that you need to work for it. We've established that Jesus worked for it. But now I want us to look into the the, the simpler version. We need the Holy Spirit to help us. How do we get access to the Holy Spirit? Presence, presence, presence being in the presence of God. Praise King Jesus. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Go to church. Get Jesus friends. Talk Jesus. Remove all that pollution that's in your mind and replace it with the word of God. Praise God. Okay, let's run quickly to Genesis 27. But before we need, um, we go to Genesis 27, maybe you need to have a coffee break because I feel like I need to break off as well. I'll be back shortly, yeah? Thank you. Welcome back. Okay. Um, Genesis chapter 27 is um, about two gentlemen, Esau and Jacob. Right? Esau for lack of a better comparison, is um, is a Heineken, right? Born into the blessing, right? Born into the family. Jacob is the promised child. Who's the promised child? The promised child is you. Mr. Heineken doesn't know you from Adam, Eve, or Steve, but God knows you. Praise King Jesus. 
And God said to you, I gave you that job, Michelle. I'm the one that, take, that took you into that company. And now I'll, I'll make sure that you get the post. Praise King Jesus. Or Jacob could be, um, I want to talk to the, that person out there that um, I like to throw in the guys that are looking to get married as well and, and to, to show to them that if God is in it, you will get that person. Yeah, and um, what else can we use? Ministry. If God said that you will serve, nobody can stop you. And for the guy that's into ministry, I need to. And you can do your private homework um, with the Elijah and Elisha story. Elijah was expiring. <coughs> What's wrong with my voice? <coughs> Did I call the Holy Spirit when I was starting this podcast? Holy Spirit, I invite you, come and embrace my vocal cords, my voice, my throat, my everything, so that the words I say may reach to your recipients in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah, Elijah was expiring, Elisha was coming on. So this is probably to the minister out there, aspiring to be um, the leader at some point, and they're thinking, oh, it can't be me, because Mr. Pastor favors the other one more. And it's Mr. Pastor that's meant to choose. I want to let you know that it is God who chooses. Unless your church is dodgy and things are done in the flesh. If it is done in the, in, 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 um, in the spirit, then surely you are next in line. Okay, let's get started. Esau and Jacob. Genesis chapter 27. What I'm going to do is read it. And as I read a verse, and the verse leads us into... Um, into um, our daily life I will pause to compare the verse to to our life situation praise King Jesus okay Genesis chapter 27 verse 1 now it came to pass when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see that he called Esau his son and said to him my son (laughs) and he said to him here I am then then he said behold now I am old I do not know the day of my death verse 3 now therefore please take your weapons your quiver and your bow and go out to the field and hunt game for me verse 4 and make me savory savory food such as I love and bring it to me that I may eat that my soul may bless you before I die praise King Jesus so we've only done verses 1 to verses 1 to 4 and um, this is what's up my son I like the way um, in my Bible and the New King James Version my is um, capital M the time has come. The time has come for Jacob to make a, deci- a decision. He's got two sons and he, need, he needs to bless one. Like I told you, Esau is the firstborn. And according to tradition, Esau should get um, the blessing that this guy wants to give out. But according to the order of Melchizedek, according to God, it is Jacob that should get the blessing. Praise King Jesus. I really, really need to point that out. If you're not conversant with this, maybe it's best you have a read, a read through before we proceed. Pause this and read um, the whole Isaac, Jacob, Isaac, their mom, Rachel, 
Isaac is the dad, Rachel is the mom, these two boys. You can have a read through uh, before when um, Rebecca, their mom, was pregnant. Rebecca, their mom, she was pregnant in um, Genesis chapter 25. Maybe I can dash there quickly for the person that does not know the, orig the origin of the story. The genesis of it is this woman was pregnant and she was having problems during her pregnancy. And then she ran to gynecologist Jesus. Yeah. And um, even before she got pregnant, she had issues um, getting pregnant to begin with. So her husband prayed for her. And then when she got pregnant, she went to God, according to verse 22 of Genesis um, 25. It reads, yeah, Genesis and 25:22 reads, yeah. But the children struggled together within her, and she said, "If all is well, why am I like this?" So she went to inquire of the Lord. Verse um, 23, and the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb; two people shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger." So this is not normal, right? The older serving the younger. But this is the Lord speaking, okay? Verse 24. So when the days were, were fulfilled of her to give birth, indeed there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red. He was like a hairy garment all over. So they called his name Esau. Afterward, his brother came out and his hand took hold of Esau's heel. So his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when when she bore them. Praise King Jesus. I felt like I should give you that history, yeah? So we can know who the firstborn is and his description, his hairy. Praise King Jesus. Now, this lady asked God why this business was going on in her belly, why she was having a problematic pregnancy. And God told her why. Praise King Jesus. So now you, there's a possibility that you've, have, you've been having so much trouble at work and you're thinking, why is everything so... Why, if, if really God gave me this job, why am I having so much stress? No, 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 no. God is polishing you, right? Because you are the one to take the role, right? Because you have to work. You need to perfect yourself to get that role as opposed to the person that was born into it. Praise King Jesus. So let's go back quickly to where we started, yeah? So, according to Genesis 27, it is time for you for that promotion. It is time for you for that marriage. Um, it is time for that um, job. Uh, what's it called? Ministry um, elevation. It is time. Remember I told you earlier, yeah, we spoke about that verse in Psalm, which says promotion does not come from the east or the west or the south, but it comes from God. Praise King Jesus. So I want to speak to that person who thinks it's impossible for them to get that job. It's impossible for them to win that pitch. For example, I know a friend that's working on a pitch. What's a pitch? For those of you that are not into advertising, um, they're looking to get a gig to be the advertising agency for that reputable company and they've worked so hard and God has spoken to them that they will get the gig. But then maybe there's that one other agency that's most prominent in the country and they feel like, oh my God, will I get it because I'm working against so-and-so and they have such huge clients and they have such a reputation. If it is from God, it will happen as we shall read ahead okay so let's go to verse 5 now Rebecca was listening when Isaac spoke to Esau his son and Esau went to the field to hunt game and bring it so Rebecca spoke to Jacob her son and said 
Indeed, I heard your father speak to Esau, your brother, saying, Bring me game and make savory food for me, that I may eat it and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to what I command you. Guys, I want to stop there for a minute. This lady, Rebecca, God told Rebecca that the older son shall serve the younger one. So Rebecca kept it to herself. She didn't tell her husband. Now her husband wants to bless the person that's born into the role, Esau. But Rebecca steps in and says, listen, I've heard what your daddy has said to your brother, but I need you to do this. So I want to speak to you out there. In this case, your Rebecca is the Holy Spirit. Praise King Jesus. The Holy Spirit has revealed to you that you are the next Mr. Heineken. But you think you can't because you are not Dutch. You are so African. There's no way you can take over that company. But God has said so. And what God says stands. That's why I took you to Ecclesiastes 3.14. That what the Lord says stands. So I want to speak with you. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to what God says about a situation. If you have been, you know, <laughs> uh, he called it game. I like the way um, their dad called it game. Yeah. In verse 2, um, Jacob said, Behold now, I am old. I do not know the day of my, my death. Now therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver and your bow. Go out to the field and hunt game for me. So what has been your game? G-A-M-E. Yeah. What has been your behavior in this workplace? Surely if your game has been according to the Lord, according to the Bible, according to the rules of the company, and God said to you that that's your role, then you are entitled. Praise King Jesus. And okay, don't tell me God didn't tell you because God speaks. He could have told you, you could have heard his voice or he could have told you via his word because he speaks through the word of God. And what the word of God says is what God says. Praise King Jesus. So it's okay if you didn't hear a voice. If you've been believing God for it and doing things according to how God wants you to do it, then God said, praise King Jesus. So <laughs> if your game has, has been the A game of God, you are entitled. If your game has been according to the way the world do it's like going to shrines and, and doing witchcraft or backbiting or doing the six things that god hates the ones that we talked about in proverbs 6 16 perhaps you should end that podcast here but please don't end it because i need you to turn your knob to the god station to turn your ways to the god way so you can change yeah praise king jesus and there's a person out there that has been doing what you're doing according to the things that god hates in the wicked way and it's your time for you it's it, it's your time to change because clearly you haven't seen any results you got into that position by sleeping with your boss and now the relationship has gone sour he has gone back to his wife and now you're thinking okay what do i do now now that my skirt can't help me anymore turn to jesus jesus can change things around Jesus is cool. Whatever time you join the camp, he will help you. He says all you have to do is turn from your wicked ways. Separate the precious from the vile and I'll help you. That's in Jeremiah somewhere. Hmm? Okay. So, the Holy Spirit is our friend. Yeah? And the Holy Spirit is helping Jacob, the last born. Like, I have heard what your daddy has said. But listen to me. Let's do this. 
Yeah, he says in verse 8, Now therefore, my son Jacob, obey my voice according to what I command you. What is the Holy Spirit telling you to do? Do according to what the Holy Spirit says. And obey. obedience is the key here. Just be obedient. Listen out to God. What is God doing? What is God saying about that situation? What is he saying about that um, job that you're pitching for? What is God saying about that ministry position? What is God saying about that person that you're supposed to get married to? Praise King Jesus. Verse 9 says, Go now to the flock and bring me from there two choice kids of the goat, and I will make every food from them for your father such as he loves. Wow, this is what I love the most. When we're doing things the God way, we don't have to do it the way that humans love it. If your boss, for example, everybody that prospers has to visit their bedroom or their, not their bedroom because they're married, has to visit their hotel room, that shall not work. But if we invite God to do it for us, the Holy Spirit to help us, I told you why we're talking about the Holy Spirit. In case you're encountering this word for the, last, for the first time, when Jesus was leaving us, he said, I have to go so that the Holy Spirit may come. And when the Holy Spirit comes, he will lead you into all truth. He will show you which way to go. He will tell you what to say at the right time. The Holy Spirit is our favorite helper. Praise King Jesus. All you have to do is obey. So ask, ask the Holy Spirit to help you, to do this thing for you, to prepare you, to do things the way that God wants them to do it. Because you can't do it. So talk to God. Say, God, I can't lead this company of my, on my own. Remember what happened to King Solomon after King David died. King David was a very good king. And now Solomon has to take over. And Solomon is, is, is the heir, like he's um, David's literal son. But it is of God that David takes over that company. Sorry, that Solomon takes over um, the, 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 the seat as king over Israel. But Solomon is so smart. He knows that being a high neck and doesn't automatically qualify him. So what does he do? He goes to the Lord and says, Lord, give me wisdom so that I may rule your people Israel the way that I should. And I love this. Because even Solomon, even though he's in the lineage of David, he believes he can't do it on his own. He has to ask the Holy Spirit. So if you're a Heineken, we're not against you. All we're saying is do things according to God. Because even Solomon did it. And when he asked for wisdom, God gave him a lot more. He gave him riches as well. Praise King Jesus. So I'm talking to that person out there. Don't tell me that you can't do it. The Holy Spirit will help you. Praise King Jesus. Um, I, I want us to run quickly to um, John chapter 16. I feel the need to tell you about the Holy Spirit. Yeah, John chapter 16. <coughs> John 16 verse 13 I think. It reads, yeah. However, John 16 13 reads, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he shall guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you of things to come. Praise King Jesus. Let's use the example of that guy that's pitching for a job, right? And the guy is thinking, how will I do it? You have got the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. He is the spirit of truth. 
What is the spirit of truth? It is the spirit of the word of God. Because my Bible tells me that the word of the Lord is the truth. Praise King Jesus. When the Holy Spirit has come, he will guide you into all truth. He'll give you all the facts. What is all truth? He will tell you what scriptures to use to pray for this job. He will tell you how to go about that company that you want to run. He will teach you. He will give you secrets into that person that you want to marry. How, how easier how best to go about dating this person, how to impress them and lead them down the aisle without you ruining yourself by sleeping with them before marriage. Praise King Jesus. <coughs> the Bible says he will not speak of his own authority. What does that mean? He will only tell you what God expects you to do in order to win this gig. Praise King Jesus. He's not going to complicate things by asking you to do the impossible. He'll only tell you to do things according to the Bible. Yeah, Here we see Rebecca telling his son Jacob that just do what I tell you to do. Praise King Jesus. Now we have to run back to Genesis 27. I just needed to bring that up a little. Because we see Rebecca telling um, her son that in verse 9, eh, Go now to the flock and bring me there two choice kids. Remember, Esau was told to go to the field. Esau was a hunter. Praise King Jesus. And um, his dad knew that Esau was the hunter. So he sent him to go and hunt and bring the best game ever. Praise King Jesus. But this Holy Spirit is giving Jacob a shortcut. That you don't need to go to the fields to bring that choice goat. I need you to go to the backyard. Choose from our very goats. Yeah. And bring me the two best ones. Praise King Jesus. And I'll make it the way that your daddy likes it. So listen, remember, Rebecca, the wife, has been cooking for this man for the longest. So he's the best. She's the best person. She knows exactly the way that this man wants his food. So he's, she's helping. She's helping her son. Why is she helping the son to fulfill destiny? This God spoke to Rebecca and said to Rebecca, the older one shall serve the younger. In other words, prepare the younger one for this role. Yeah? God told you, Mr. Whoever from Timbuktu, that you'll take the job at Heineken, even though you're not Dutch, even though you're not related to them. You're the person I want for this company. Why is this happening anyway? Because my Bible tells me the world that, it tells me that the world and everything that is in it is God's. So yes, Mr. Madivani started up that sugar factory in Uganda and everybody that's worked there is Asian. No, 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 no. Yo. You, Mr. Black Boy from Ginger, will take over this company because that's what God says. Everything that is in the world is God's. Praise King Jesus. Right. Where are we now? Mm-hmm. Verse 10. Then you shall take it to your father that he may eat it and that he may bless you before his death right <laughs> the holy spirit will help you prepare for that pitch and then you shall get the job the holy spirit will guide you into how to behave at work and then you'll get that job promotion and, and expatriation like he did for michelle verse 11 and job said um, no and jacob said to rebecca his mother look Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth-skinned man. Perhaps my father will feel me, and I shall seem to be a deceiver to him, and I shall bring a curse on my life and not a blessing. Bless Jacob. Jacob was being what most of us are. Every time God calls us to do something, we don't play ourselves. Remember brother Jeremiah? Jeremiah chapter 1. God has called Jeremiah. 
to go and serve him what does jeremiah say oh but i'm only a young lad what does god say but before you were formed in your mom's belly i knew you you were born for such a time as this praise king jesus yeah remember mary when she was told that she was going to mother jesus remember mary's response your lowly servant who am i you know that sort of thing remember moses when moses was called to go and deliver the children of israel what does he say oh you know i can't speak i can't speak for food how shall i do it what shall i tell pharaoh god is thinking dude you will do it i'm the one that gives people mouths i'm the one that makes them speak and then moses went on and on and on and on and what does god say okay then i'll give you aaron as an assistant and i wonder god is so cool he gave aaron as an assistant but how many times do we hear god talking to aaron and aaron talking to pharaoh or the children of israel for the entire book of exodus it's then god told moses then moses told the children of israel then moses 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 what does that mean you qualify Don't look at yourself the way that you do. See yourself the way God sees you. And what does God say about you? And how will you know what God says about you? Read your Bible. See, I told you guys, the Bible is the book of the law. It's not purely for the born again. It's for everybody. It's a manual. It shows you how to what to do and how to do it in every situation. So if you haven't bought yourself a Bible and this is your this is not your first podcast by Michelle, then I don't know what we're doing here. Please get it. Read it. Read it. I love results. Read it and tell me how it worked for you. God can't help can't wait to help you. Okay? I don't care if you're Muslim, I don't care if you're I don't know Taliban. I I do not really care where you're from. You are a child of God and God loves us all. I believe that when you read this book it will guide you into all truth and you yourself will choose to give your life to Christ why because when you understand who God is and who Jesus is and then you believe in your heart you will find yourself declaring that Jesus came and died for you and went to heaven and then he will remove you from destruction and then he'll give you life then you'll be born again and what does born again mean you will go to heaven But I need everyone's life to be perfect on earth. And maybe you are born again, but you're not seeing any perfection on earth. My Bible tells me that we should eat a hundred on earth and a hundred in heaven, like we should have super blessings here and in heaven. So for you, you're a born again that's slaving away and beginning to hate the whole Christian thing because it's not working for you. There were so many promises when you were being led to salvation, but up to now you've only got one pair of shoes and things don't make sense. Are you reading the book of the law? See, we have been told in Joshua 1:8 that if you read and you do according to it, you will make your own way prosperous. That's why I'm always sending you to read your Bible. So you can have a hundred here on earth and a hundred in heaven. So anyway, let's go back to talking to everyone here on earth so we can all eat 100%. Praise King Jesus. Where were we in Genesis 27? Yes. Esau is um Jacob is worried supposing I get a curse from my dad. Rebecca confident. Look at how Rebecca confidently tells um her son, her last born Verse 13. But his mother said to him, "Let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice and go. Get them for me." Praise King Jesus. 
So the Holy Spirit, <laughs> you're doubting yourself and you're thinking, oh my God, oh my God, whatever, whatever, whatever your reason. The Holy Spirit is saying, go for that job. Go for that girl. Go for that ministry role. Go. Just obey me. Guys, I need us to pay spe special attention to the word obey. <laughs> obey is pretty much Genesis 1.8. Obey the rules. Obey what I say. Follow my instructions and you'll get there. Any Christian that doesn't hear from God is in stagnation mode. And that is why there's a lot of frustration in that area. Read your Bible. Your Bible will trigger you to hear from God. When you hear from God, you'll get the instructions. When you get the instructions, you will obey. Imagine you can find a person right now and they say to you, I do not dream. As in, who does not dream? Everybody dreams. Like from the beginning of the Bible, God has spoken to people through dreams. So it's okay if you don't dream yet. So read the word. Because this book is God himself. I've always told you in John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So this book is God himself. And then I always tell you in, um, is it Revelation 19? Christ seated on a white horse. I saw a guy seated on a white horse. And his name is Faithful and True. And, and, and at the end there, I think it's verse 13. He says, and he had a name written on his forehead that nobody knew. And the name is the word of God. So my Bible tells me that the word of God, this book that I'm looking at is Jesus himself. This book that I'm looking at is God himself. This book that I'm looking at is the spirit, the Holy Spirit. Because my Bible tells me in the book of John that the word of God is a spirit. So do whatever you have to do in life according to this book. Get yourself this book. Whether or not you decide to give your life and go to heaven, that is a personal choice. And when you start to read this book, my Lord God will speak to you and you'll find your way in heaven. He will speak to you because he loves you. He's been waiting to speak with you. Praise King Jesus. Okay, so anyway, Esau is told to obey. And in verse 14, it is written that he went and got them and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory food, such as his father loved it. 15. Then Rebekah took the choice clothes of her older son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. Do you see how the Holy Spirit will help you? This is purely saying that for every requirement that you haven't got, I will do it for you. And what does the Holy Spirit need to clothe you with? The, <laughs> the gift. Is that Galatians 6? Is it Galatians 6, 22? Let's run quickly to what the Holy Spirit needs to clothe you with in order for you to get that gig. The book of Galatians is in the New Testament. So if you don't have the clothes that Mr. Heineken, the physical clothes. You need the spiritual clothes. Galatians chapter 6. Is it 6? Are you not going to forgive me? It's Galatians 5. Or is it 5? Where are we? Yeah, Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. It reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control these five are they five one two three four five six seven eight nine these nine are all that you need to bag that role 
if I'm speaking to somebody who hasn't been walking towards what God has promised them, they need to go back and get this. This is what you need to be clothed with. Jacob needed to be clothed with um, fire on his body, but this is what you need. You need love, you need joy, you need peace, you need long-suffering, you need kindness, you need goodness. You need to be able to control yourself, self-control. Praise God. You need gentleness. You need all of this to qualify because it is written that against such there is no law. What does that mean? If you obey these, the laws that operate in your company won't work against you because this is the ultimate. When you walk in love, you love everybody around you. When you love everybody around you, you don't gossip, you don't backbite them, you don't scheme against them. You don't do the six things that God hates in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16. When you have joy and peace, you're such a joy to be around that when you're thinking of downsizing, you don't go. When you have long suffering, you can withstand a bad boss, you can withstand any bad situation until you get to the end. This is the game that you need. Kindness, be kind to one another, goodness, faithfulness. If you're faithful, like by the grace of God, Michelle stopped stealing company money. She was faithful with the little things. And when she was moved to Nairobi, she didn't just do petty cash and finance. She was put in logistics, procurement, praise King Jesus. She was trusted with a budget for three countries to do, to do what's it called? To do procurement, to approve invoices. Because then the boss knew Michelle does not take smaller envelopes. Because she was trusted with little. You need to be faithful. Gentleness. Are you gentle? Have you got self-control? Or are you the kind that every, every time anything is said about you in the office, you have, it, you have to retaliate. Like if, with every discussion that goes on, it ain't over until the fat lady sings. For you, you have an opinion on everything. And if it is not your opinion, whoa, the kingdom shall come down. Praise King Jesus. Have self-control. See, we walk around and people want to piss us off all the time and people do us wrong. Just have self-control. Because when all is said and done, you shall look like the biscuit of the company. And this is what Rebecca said to Jacob. I shall dress you. Yeah? Jacob, by birth, was dressed with what was required for, her to get the, for him to get the blessing. But God told the mother of these two kids that it is the younger one that shall rule. So... Mommy went and played the game. So in this case, our mommy Rebecca is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit must dress you for that role. If it ain't the Holy Spirit, then take a chill pill. Wait for Jacob to rule, I mean for Esau to rule over you, even though that's not God's will. And Jacob, if you do not stand up and be dressed by the Holy Spirit, God will find another Jacob. He sure will. He's got so many. He's got 7,000, a whopping 7,000 to take your place. Praise King Jesus. Okay, where were we? Gosh, Michelle, 30 minutes already. Guys, I'm so sorry I talk too much, but somebody out there needs to know these things. Life can be a lot simpler when you know these things. The Bible says in Hosea 4.6, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So for me, I will bombard you with the knowledge of the word of God so that you can go out there and rock and have game. Praise King Jesus. The game that will elevate you. Hallelujah. Okay, verse 16 of Genesis 27. And Rebekah spoke to the, no, and Rebekah put the skins of the kids of the goat on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. 17. Then she gave the savory food and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. <laughs> Do you know what? Before I got to know the Bible, I used to think Jacob was a thief. 
the man did not steal this was god ordained anyway you and i know now okay verse 18 so he went to his father so jacob went to his father and said my father and um jacob's father said here i am who are you my son guys these questions will come up as you go to pitch as you go to hit on that girl who are you as in state your business are you the right person for this job verse 19 jacob said to his father i am esau your firstborn i have done just as you told me please arise sit and eat my game that your soul may bless me are we looking at verse 19 jacob says i am esau your firstborn why is jacob saying that jacob is speaking isaac's language isaac remember we started the bible was saying to us that isaac is very old and his eyes can barely see don't think of physical eyes think of spiritual eyes your boss the person you're pitching to is maybe their spiritual eyes do not know what god told you because what god wants you to be told only you and i pray to god that when he told you what he wants you to be you kept it to yourself because it's not good to go and mouth off if you want to ask joseph when he told his brothers what god said about him they threw him in a ditch and sold him off to egypt praise king jesus you better be wise be like saul when saul came off the mountain where god told him what he wanted him to be his uncle was waiting and then uncle asked him what did god tell you saul knew to keep quiet so there's a possibility that you're the only one that knows what god told you so when you go to pitch you better speak your boss's language because the lord is with you praise king jesus the lord is with you okay it is not a lie you're saying what god said praise king jesus verse verse 19 back back to verse 19 jacob said to his father i am esau your firstborn and i have done just as you told me please arise sit and eat my game that your soul may bless me verse 20 but isaac said to his son how is it that you have found it so quickly my son <laughs> those questions will happen and he said because the lord your god bought brought it to me have you seen that answer that's a very wise answer and that's exactly what i've been saying to you isaac is wondering look here mr esso i only sent you to the to the bushes uh when 12 minutes ago 20 how is it that you're back so soon let me tell you something when the good lord is in your business when you have obtained favor in the sight of god everything will happen so fast in the sight of man praise king jesus and this man says because the lord your god brought it to me guys you will be asked when you go to that boardroom how is it you're here you better speak to your spirit and say because i am sent me yeah do 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 you know who i am is yeah i am is the lord god himself yeah john 5 58 yeah before abraham was i am yeah let's run to exodus chapter 3 verse um 13 to 14 briefly so i can drive that point home i'm sorry for making you swim all over and under the bible but i need this message to get home somebody out there is working towards something and they need to know what strategy to use praise king jesus exodus 13 <coughs> Jeez, man the saloon is closing any minute now looks like i want make it but it is well
Exodus 13. Ah, is it meant to be 13? Give me a second, guys. No, it's Exodus chapter 3. Forgive me. Exodus chapter 3, verse 13. Then, then Moses said to God, this is when Moses, um, God was sending Moses to um, the children of Israel and, and Moses was um, wondering how to go up. Sorry guys, there was a bit of a distraction there. I am back. We were talking about Exodus chapter 3 verse 13 and we were just about to use it to re-emphasize um jacob's response when isaac asked him how is it that you have found it so quickly my son um jacob said because the lord your god brought it to me praise king jesus how how do you love jacob's answer I love the way the Holy Spirit works within us because Jacob was not there when his mommy was pregnant and his mommy for a fact did not reveal these secrets to him. But when the Holy Spirit is with us, he tells us, he gives us what to say. No wonder he says to us in the Bible that um, when you get to people and they are, and don't, don't worry about what your response to them shall be, I will tell you what to say. Praise King Jesus. It's in Matthew chapter 10 verse 19. It reads, um, but when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you, shall, you should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. Praise King Jesus. <laughs> Sorry for taking you all over the Bible, but this is too much fun, right? So anyway, I want us to look at Moses, chapter 3, verse 13. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? 14. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. So look at brother Jacob's answer. Hmm? In verse 20. Because the Lord your God has brought it to me. Praise King Jesus. And, and we see that appearing also further down. But I don't want to get you there so quickly. We'll get there. Praise King Jesus. So I believe I'll be the head of Heineken International because the Lord has brought it to me. Praise King Jesus. Verse 21. Isaac said to Jacob, Please come near that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, and he felt and said, The voice is Jacob's voice. But the hands are the hands of Esau. <laughs> this right here can send you into a panic. But like I said, if the Lord is with you, there is no need to fear. Because look what happens in verse 23. It says, And Isaac did not recognize um, Jacob, because his hands were hairy, like his brother's hands. So he blessed him. In other words, because the Holy Spirit prepared him well. Now some of us in such incidents, we can really be enveloped by fear. But do not be afraid because I am is with you. Because the Holy Spirit is with you. I, I like Isaiah 41. Isaiah 41 verse 10. If we can just dash there quickly. Isaiah 41 verse 10. I really hope you had your pen and book with you when you started with me. Because um, these are key scriptures. Listen. Isaiah 41 verse 10. It reads, yeah. Fear not. 
for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I like I am. Guys, I'm using the New King James Version. Gosh, what's that noise out there? Damn. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the first um to verse 10. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. I was telling you about my Bible version. It puts the I am in italics to show you that I am means God Himself, right? Like he said in um in the beginning in Exodus 3, I am that I am, right? So it reads, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Praise King Jesus. How is it cool that um, Jacob is approved? um, He gets the blessing. He's approved by his dad because his hands were the right hand. Let me tell you, if your hand is with the hand of God, you will definitely be approved by anyone and everyone. Praise King Jesus. The Bible has told us, the Holy Spirit made sure that Jacob's hands qualify, even though the voice was not Esau's, praise King Jesus. And Isaiah 41 verse 10 has told me that the Lord will uphold you with his righteous right hand, which means if the Lord's right righteous right hand is with you, then the hand of God will be upon you and nobody shall reject you, praise King Jesus. But do not fear. That's what's key. Do not fear, praise King Jesus. So anyway, um, I'll read verse 22 again to take us back to where we are at in Genesis 27. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, and he knelt and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau, as in the hands are the hands of the intended person, of the performer, of the future leader of this company, of the future leader of this church, of the future husband of this woman. Praise King Jesus. Verse 23. And he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy, like his brother's like his brother Esau's hands and so he blessed him verse 24 then he said are you really my son Esau (laughs) look at Jacob's response I am wow I feel I could just stop here because somebody will look at you somebody will look at your skin color somebody will look at your financial um, status somebody will look at your looks and ask you Are you really the one? All you have to say is, I am. And and when you say, I am, you're not talking about your physical self, but you're talking about the one that is in you. You're talking about God. You're talking about Jesus. You know, Jesus said to them before Abraham was, I am. Because Jesus knew that he had God in him. And then when Moses was doubting his capability, God said to them, God said to him, go and tell the children of Israel, go and tell them that I am sent me. And, and you know, in Exodus 3 is when our Lord Jesus Christ reveals himself to Moses for the very first time. Better than he did to Abraham and the ones before Moses. This is the Lord specifically revealing himself to Moses. So the Lord is revealing himself to you now as I am that I am the one that is in you that makes you the perfect wife for this person. I am the one that is inside of you that makes you perfect for that job. I am the one that's inside of you that makes you perfect for the Speaker of Parliament in Uganda. I am. I am. 
he says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world so you are an array of people competing for this job but he's saying i am is with you praise king jesus and when 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 jacob says i am verse 25 goes ahead to say that um isaac said bring it bring it near to me and i'll eat of my son's game so that my soul may bless you in other words isaac does not argue because he's hearing the voice of god instead hmm? the verse goes ahead to say that um jacob um, goes ahead and brings um the game near to isaac and isaac ate and and um and um he brought him wine as well and isaac drank verse 26 then his father isaac said to 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 jacob come near now and kiss me my son i feel like this is the deal breaker two things it could be a case of this guy wants to sniff me to indeed confirm if i am so or it could just be a case of uh, uh you know have you seen um have you noticed when guys are confirming a deal they do a handshake in other countries um they, they kiss on the cheek whatever whichever way you look at it whichever way the holy spirit reveals it to you i feel like this is it come near now kiss me my son verse 27 and jacob came near and kissed him and he smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him and said surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the lord has blessed now tell me how is it that jacob is smelling that like esso it is because i am praise king jesus these things are not natural these things are supernatural if you tap into the supernatural you'll smell like the right candidate praise king jesus verse 26 therefore my may god give you uh, 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 not too fast not too fast these are the ultimate blessings that come with you walking the righteous path these are the right blessings that call this is it like I told you, the kiss was the deal breaker. Now, Father Isaac is releasing the blessing unto Jacob. Father Isaac is releasing the blessing that catapults Jacob into a next being. Because further into the Bible, we see Jacob become Israel. Praise King Jesus. Listen to this. I don't want to confuse you. But yeah, Jacob is the guy that becomes Israel. And now all of us refer to the Israelites. And yeah, Israel is the apple of God's eye. Courtesy of what? Jacob worked for it. That even though Jacob is the promised child, he worked for it. Just like Jesus worked for it. Just like you have to work for it. Praise King Jesus. Verse 28. Therefore, may God give you of the dew of heaven. Hmm? That is a blessing number one. <laughs> blessing number two of the fatness of the earth number three and plenty of grain and wine number four let people serve you number five let nations bow down to you number six be master over your brethren number seven let your mother's sons bow down to you number eight cast be everyone who curses you number nine blessed be those that bless you guys these are the terms of the contract, yeah? Jacob has got the job, and this, these are the benefits, yeah? I told you about my job earlier at Heineken. You will earn X amount. Not little money, by the way. You will have free medical insurance for you and your entire household. You will drive the company car for free. We will give you fuel. We will give you airtime as well. That's the earthly benefits of the job. 
right now this is the contract this is the contract these are the blessings that come to jacob after all of this after what god packaged for him before the foundations of the earth let me tell you something you know yourself as far as the day as as far back as the day your mommy pushed you if that is how you regard yourself according to your number of years i need you to revise yourself i told you about jeremiah chapter one where is it let me tell you something i'm not gonna tell you my age but you should know i am of age i'm i am i am uh, i will not tell you <laughs> but for example if you were 22 i need us to to, to back up a little 22 is your physical age you are from everlasting to everlasting why because you are a child of god before you were formed in your mom's belly god knew you you are a promised child that's why you're entitled to that job you're entitled to that marriage you're entitled to that ministry listen to what god says to um to um jeremiah i think i spoke about it earlier but i didn't go into um into detail uh, chapter 1 verse 1 to, to, to 3 is um, basically what God is telling Jeremiah and they're giving us a description of who Jeremiah is but let's run quickly to verse 4 then the word of the Lord came to me saying me being Jeremiah right before I formed you in the womb I knew you before you were born I sanctified you I ordained you a prophet of the nations I ordained you the MD of that company I ordained ordained you the mayor of that city I ordained you the best um uh what's it called For example I believe I was ordained um the best um tailor or seamstress or designer in the whole of East Africa even though I'm just up and beginning but you will see with time because I, I I believe that um, I own a company my my niece and I Nicole we have a clothing line called um, CIG clothed in glory but we before we were formed in our mom's bellies God ordained us for that how do I know that the other day not the other day in 2020 when we were at my mom's funeral sorry to take you back into many stories when we were laying the body of my late mother to rest while her, her soul had already departed to heaven a day or two ago um the um one of my mom's cousins um auntie esther bless her i love her so much mrs esther Sibambi. god bless you so she made a speech and she said um you know my mom's name was eva when we were growing up eva used to love dressing up and she made all of her clothes she would sew this very very lovely dress and we all looked up to her and we all envied her because she looked so nice me and my niece my niece we looked at ourselves like "Uh mommy never revealed this detail all i know is i michelle i've always loved clothes praise king jesus I remember when I was in Namasagali College, Senior 5, when everybody else was revising, I had a catalog of Argos. Argos is a department store in the UK. And um, it had, this book was so big, it had all types of clothes, trainers, everything. It had um, gadgets and everything, but me, I, specific, I specifically loved um, the clothes section. I would open the book and say to myself, if I went to, sh- to this shop, I would buy this, I would buy that, and um, I would match this dress with those shoes, and I would match this top with that. And, and this is what my gift was hidden in there. Like, I... I would spend the entire prep time. Thank God my mom is not here because my late mom paid my school fees to go through that fancy school for two years. And all I did was look at catalogs of clothes. If she knew, she would beat me up. 
But if she was alive, I would defend myself by um, Exodus 31 verse 1, that the good Lord poured his spirit on me so that I can be a good seamstress and make clothes. I'll justify it with the word. That is my gift that God gave me. My gift was not biology, chemistry, and history. Oh, by the way, the students out there, I don't, I, please do not listen to this. I don't urge you to drop out of school because of gifts. I'm just having a conversation here. But to go back to the subject at hand, um, yeah, I've always loved clothes. And when I became much older and I decided to look into that gift, and coincidentally, my niece went to school for that. So now we have this clothing line. I come up with the fashion. I do the marketing. She does the handiwork of putting the seams together. And bam! We dress, we dress good. Or so we believe. Praise King Jesus. Time up, time up. But I think we've driven the point home. Tap into who you are. Tap into your Jacob. Tap into your Jacob. Because I believe my Jacob, for example, is um, I'm a seamstress. It happened before I was formed in the belly of the lady that brought me onto this earth. And it so happened to be... Um, it, 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 it also happened to be the portion of my niece before she was put into the belly of the lady that brought her into this world. So there's something you probably already know what your gift is. I don't know why now we've resorted to gifts. Maybe somebody out there needs to listen to it. But tap into your gift. Pray about it. <clears throat> and if God says, <coughs> sorry, if God says that's who you are, then nobody can argue with that. Look into your Bible. Find this, the necessary scripture that relates to it because you need to fulfill the law. Yeah. Walk according to the laws in the Bible pray about it go and sell yourself go for the pitch praise king jesus right i think that will be it for the day and um if you haven't given your life to christ if you would like to have a hundred on earth and a hundred in heaven because it makes no sense being so rich on planet earth own everything then when all is said and done you're put in a in a wooden box and and placed six feet under and that's the end of your dynasty when you can quite easily go to heaven and find out what jesus has packaged for you there as well put your hand on your chest repeat after me lord jesus i thank you so much for the message i have had today and um i believe that you you, you came down here on earth and you died for my sins and now you're in heaven i believe in you lord in my heart and i'm declaring with my lips that you are my lord and savior remove my names from the book of death write my names in the book of life in jesus name i have prayed amen <clears throat> now let's have a prayer for everybody else out there <clears throat> let's pray father i thank you so much for this day <clears throat> sorry i thank you so much for this day i thank you for the message that you have um thrown out there for me and um i choose to walk with you lord i believe in the promises that you have given me i believe in the dream i believe in the words you've spoken about me 
And as of today, I pray that you help me to go through what I have to go through in order for that to manifest. I call upon you to be part of my game. I pray that you clothe me with the gift of the Spirit as I wait as I wait for that which you need to be need me to be in the mighty name of Jesus prepare me for that role and father there's people on this platform that are already prepared because they've been walking the walk they've been they've been working on their game and they're good and ready for that ministry for that marriage for that job father i pray that after this message you give them the confidence to go and launch out to launch deeper to go to work to go and speak up father i pray that you give them um the boldness to speak up you said to joshua be bold be courageous for i am with you you said to um jeremiah i am do not be afraid of their faces i am with you to deliver you father i pray for everybody out there that's due for their promotion that's due for their elevation i pray that the spirit of the lord falls upon them i pray that you i am fall upon everybody that's listening to this so that they can go stand boldly and claim that which is theirs spiritually in the mighty name of jesus i also pray for the so out there that even though they haven't managed to get that which they thought they would get by virtue of just being born into the family i pray that you open up their eyes to realize the gift that they have so they can walk in their calling and not be stressed in the mighty name of jesus i pray for everybody out there that you open up their eyes to see that which they're, they're supposed to be that which they were known to be before they were born from the everlasting i pray that you open up their eyes to recognize their gift so that they may walk naturally in it and get a hundred here and a hundred in heaven in the mighty name of jesus father i also pray for myself continue to reveal your word to me continue to reveal to me the mysteries of the word of god so that i may have something to share with your people i pray for unity among all of us i pray that whoever listens to this podcast is nice enough to share it with everybody else so that they may be delivered by the word your bible says that you sent forth your word and your word healed your people and your word delivered them from destruction there's a person out there that's being distracted by their own thoughts it could because their thoughts are contrary to what you have packaged for them to become i pray that your word speaks life into the dream that you have spoken to them about in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and amen all right bye guys i'm off to the hairdressers have a good weekend